Welcome everyone to Creative Disruption. I'm Ricky Ray Butler, and I am so excited about the content that we're going to be talking about today. And and the guest that we have, um, Dominic Barrett, also known as King Vader. Dominic, welcome. Thank you for coming. Yeah, hey, uh, thank you for having me. Really appreciate being here. So, Dominic, you have a very you know unique story. Um, you know, starting out on Vine, and I want to talk about all of that. But you're also one of the most creative like directors and creators that I know. Um, when it comes to storyline, when it comes to, you know, you know, VFX, uh, I mean, you're, you're one of, you know, the pioneers of, you know, really, you know, bringing in the high quality storylines and, 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 and production quality. Um, how did it all start? Let's just, let's, let's, let's go to the very beginning. Like what, what did you first start making content and what happened? So, you know, in the beginning, it definitely started very, uh, very random and small scaled, you know, uh, it started with me and my older cousin, my younger brother, you know, we're just in a room, you know, uh, in Maryland. And, you know, he, my older cousin, he asked me like, Hey, you know, like, um, I want you to be a part of my film. So I'm like, all right, like, sure. Like, like, why not? I'm like 11 at the time. So I'm like, I have nothing else to do. Like, let's, let's, let's see what happens. And, you know, we filmed uh-huh. videos all summer. And then eventually uh, I moved because like we, we were staying there at the moment and then I moved to my own house. And then I realized like, wow, the most fun I've ever had was like during the summer in this room making like home films like with my cousin. And like, you know, I had a blast and I feel like that was like the moment where I found the thing that I truly fell in love with. And then like, you know, I, after that, it was just like, all right, how can I how can I do more? Like, like what's next, you know? And what was next happened mm-hmm. to be the app Vine. And, you know, I hopped on the app and, you know, six seconds, you know, so basically. And how old were you at that time? At that time, I was probably like 15, maybe 16 years old on Vine. And just like, you know, trying to find my footing on the ground, you know, seeing all the goats like King Badge, uh, Rudy Manusco, um, West Goods, Black, Daystorm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many goats on Vine, but like. You know, I'm just, it was overwhelming because there was so much creativity and I didn't know where I fit in this world. And, um, you know, uh, eventually I had to find a name. So I found my name and it became King Vader. And from that point on, it was about how can I create my own path and my own legacy? And, you know, we just started moving forward on Vine, you know, really just having fun, hopping on, getting to do what I love, getting to make people laugh, adding a bit of like, you know, camera work here and there, starting to, uh, find like people you know are in the comments like hey this was cinematic they're starting to use bigger words and i'm like hold on this is what y'all <laughs> talking about so it started to kind of push me towards like my love for filmmaking and it started on the six second app and you know from then you know it was just about uh how can i do more how can i be more and after vine had unfortunately shut down it put me in the position to have to figure out um, what was next and how much do I truly love filmmaking? You know, like if I truly love filmmaking, Mm. then it's like, I have to um, keep going past like this app shutting down because that dream, that goal, it always felt bigger than just six seconds. So after Vine shut down, you know, I pushed over to Instagram, to YouTube, started to make short films. Then they started to get longer and longer and, and now, like, here we are working with, you know, Netflix, creating a new mini series that's never been done before called Netflix Dreams. And it's just, I'm, I'm just, wow. I'm so happy that uh, 
getting here has led like the reason that I'm here right now is just because I, I followed the gut. You know what I'm saying? So that mm-hmm. that's out of all of it, I don't regret none of the journey. I'm glad to be here right now. Well, so tell me more about like Vine and and your experience there. How did you come up with the name King? <laughs> so the name actually it, it comes from inspiration and it comes from my love of star wars so you know when it came to star wars um darth vader for some reason i just i gravitated towards this this character i was like wow like he he's just so powerful he's so dope he's so like um he's so strong you know and and there's just he was wise he was smart you know he was he was calculated and i just really liked this character so like uh back in high school everyone had the coolest nicknames and like, you know, my thing mm-hmm. was like, how do you get a nickname to get started? Like, how do you get it to start rolling around the school and stuff? And, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I tried to just tell people, hey, call me Vader. And they're like, no, we're not calling you that. We're going <laughs> to call you your first. So this is before yeah, this Vine. Is, this is like yeah, junior this high. Is like before Vine. Um, and I was trying to tell people to just call me Vader. They wouldn't do it. Um, I hop on Vine, you know, um, I get inspired because I see King Batch. King Batch is at the time just he's going crazy. He's posting videos all the time. He's really leading this new generation of creators. And I was really inspired, like, wow, he really is moving like a king, you know, and I really appreciate like how he yeah. carries himself. So I told myself mm-hmm. if he could be King Batch, then I could be King Vader. And from that point on, that's when <laughs> I had made the decision, like, okay, it's time for me to not just be a viewer, but it's time for me to create. It's time for me to create. And um, yeah, and from that point on, it was just about creating my own legacy. Well, that's great. Well, you know, King Batch is a yeah. great person, you know, to be inspired by. He, we worked with him a couple of times, collaborated with him, and, and just such a stand-up person, such a yeah, nice he's person. awesome. Right now, you have across the board around 8 million followers. The majority of that's on TikTok and, and YouTube. Um, how big, before Vine shut down, how how, how, how big did your So were? I will never forget this. Vine uh, shut down when I had half a million followers. Um, honestly, mm-hmm. at the time, I felt like I was on top of the world. I felt like I could not be stopped. <laughs> I felt like like this is it, you know? And when Vine shut down, it was kind of like they didn't push our followers to the next app or tell everyone to go. You had to tell people, hey, this, this app is gone. All these numbers are, are gone. Please follow me in these other places. So it was like losing like 500,000 followers really was like a huge blow to the chest, you know, like to the feels. I'm like, wow. Like, you know, it mm-hmm. felt like something, um, something that was new is now over, but really it was just the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, and that was the decision I had to make once the app actually finally closed out. It was, it was a push, like it pushed me to new places. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it definitely was. Uh, <laughs> it was a bit traumatizing. Did, did Vine ever communicate with you or Twitter? Did they ever communicate with you that this was going to happen? Like, how did that whole process so work? It, and- they kind of, you know, they made like a tweet and they're like, yeah, you know, Vine shut down on like, I don't want to say the exact date. I want to say it's like January 14th or maybe February. It was like, hey, it's shutting down. So, you know, we sorry. Mm-hmm. We apologize. We love y'all. But y'all going to have to figure it out. And that's what happened. You know, we had to figure it out. And um, 
honestly up until then it was just it was like a a moment of like a a ticking like time bomb in a sense but like once we got to the final day i will say the last day on vine was a very beautiful day because every all okay so all on your feed you're just seeing your favorite creators saying their Mm -hmm. final goodbyes Mm -hmm. and you know uh i love you guys and thank you so much for everything like it felt like a family you know like a final uh ceremony and um, I really do appreciate yeah. being a part of that all the way to the very end. But, um, you know, it's it's something that I, I'm glad that I was there to see. Yeah, I mean, for our industry, that's very historic. Yeah. It, was, it was a very iconic time. Vine really could, and, and Twitter could have done a much better job if they would have been much more creator-centric, if they would have prioritized monetization, yeah. if they would have, you know, invested more in their algorithms, et cetera. Um, you know, I think I think they could have, you know, and, and if they would yeah. evolved, um, a, a lot of great things would have happened, and they could potentially be one of, you know, the staple yeah. platforms. Um, it, it's very interesting to see what happened there, and there's a, there's a lot of yeah. misses. Uh, we'll see if Elon, if Elon ends up, you know, taking over Twitter, we'll we'll, we'll see if he brings Vine back. Hey, you know, <laughs> I, I feel like that man is is, you know, he he's ambitious enough to probably do something like that. Just just to do it. So who knows? I, I like the, I mean, the content that you're creating with Netflix uh, on the Netflix channel um, where um, you're doing It's called Netflix mm. Dreaming. You, you mentioned that earlier. Are there other projects um, that you're working on that that, that we should know? So about? Uh, besides Netflix Dreams, uh, I am working on a boatload of original projects that I'm keeping, you know, under wraps for now. Um, but my next big video that is dropping is going to be a Jujutsu Kaisen live action video. And uh, Jujutsu Kaisen is probably, you know, one of my favorite animes right now. And uh, very action packed, uh, very funny, uh, very intense, a lot of emotion, uh, great art, all that animation, everything. And, um, you know, going on YouTube, I've, I've seen a couple live action like adaptions. Uh, so it definitely was like, okay. Like, what, what do I want to do here? Like, what's inspiring me? What direction do I want to take this in? And, uh, yeah, I think we got a very interesting story, a lot of characters, a lot of cameos, and we will be premiering this uh, at two places, one at Anime Expo July 2nd and also at DreamCon on July 15th. So two conventions are going to be able to see this live, uh, premiere in front of people. One of my favorite things on this entire planet is premiering videos. And it's just a, it's an unreal feeling being able to uh, showcase something in front of like, you know, your audience or even people who've never seen mm-hmm. you before and just see how they react to like what you created. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Has, has Crunchyroll ever reached out? Uh, I've worked with Crunchyroll. I've, I've worked with Crunchyroll and Funimation. I mean, now they're like one. So, you know, we, we all family, you know, so <laughs> definitely, um, I once actually premiered at uh, Funim- Funimation Con. They did like a uh, like a live uh, convention, and they allowed mm-hmm. me to premiere during their live uh, convention, which was so awesome. I did a uh, live action My Hero video, and it was such a surreal moment. Like I'm like, this is my content, like next to Funimation, and it's premiering here, you know. So uh, it was it was mind blowing, but. Um, also, uh, Crunchyroll Expo, so that's there, there's that too. So, I mean, I've, I've worked with both yeah. and I've got to premiere uh, both. So, I mean, I'm, I don't know, I'm just really happy that they should be funding your long form, they should be doing series with you on their platform. I mean, I mean that'd be such a, a good fit. 
based on all the um, IRL videos you've done. Around I, I mean, I definitely would be honored uh, with the opportunity as of now. Uh, we haven't spoken anything like that, but you know, uh, me, I'm just, I'm someone who I truly do love like um, the, the animes that, you know, I watch and get inspired by. And um, you know, that's why I continue to do it, whether it's with a company or if it's just me and my team, like it's, it's just something that, uh, it means something to me. And like, I, I really just want to get this out to the world. How, how do you imagine like reaching like the pinnacle of like your career and like, like all of your goals, like, where do you want to be in the, like the next five to 10 years? Like what is success to you? So, so success to me, uh, it's, it's very complicated at times because I'm someone who definitely likes to hit a goal and is already saying their next mm -hmm. goal. Um, one of my biggest goals, though, is to be one of the greatest directors of my generation. So for me, I like to set a huge goal that isn't going to be obtainable in the next five, you know, but maybe in the next mm -hmm. 10. But it gives me something to continue to chase after and run after. Um, but in, you know, the next five, I definitely see me uh, making movies that hit a theater near you, you know, um, a lot of mm -hmm. audiences uh, there supporting the films maybe getting an award, acting, pushing myself like I've never done before and just showing people uh, that, you know, I truly do love filmmaking and, you know, I, I, I want to I do good things and I want to create great films. So I definitely see that in the future. I see a lot of original projects. I see uh, my team Wolf Graphic uh, being a household name. So, yeah. Um, do you do you see a day that where you see most of your content coming out as long form, or um, do you see yourself still innovating and evolving with short form? So I feel like um, I feel like you know long form is definitely going to be something uh, for me. You know, it's it's mm -hmm. it's nothing. It's it's not like this is how it started. It's kind of evolved to that point, you know. And mm -hmm. even from Vine, you know some people could tell like, you know, there, there's a, there's a filmmaker in there, you know, he, he, he wants to do more. And like, sure. uh, you know, going over to YouTube has allowed me to show people that I can make an hour long project, an hour and 30 long project or like whatever it may mm -hmm. be. Like it's, it's a challenge for sure. It's not the, the easiest thing in the world, especially like, you know, when you don't have like the biggest, you know, like we, there's a lot of things at play when it comes to making a film. And I've had to run into mm -hmm. a lot of these um, adversities, you know, at such a young and early stage. So now it's like, um, I think in the future, I'm just going to be prepared to be making these long form projects that people would love to go back and see over and over again. No, that's great. Well, it, it, it's challenging with that type of content on YouTube, right? Because it's not the most optimal platform anymore for doing in real life type content. You know, we've seen that you know, with other, you know, channels that have created in real life yeah. video uh, game content, like, like Corridor Digital or, or like Freddie W. They've always had to create other channels or other forms of content to really, you know, keep the yeah. lights on. Um, because, you know, I mean, you know, the, the, the Naruto videos, like series that you've done, you know, that got like over a hundred million views, I think collectively. I, correct? I believe like, so. I mean, yeah, those, those were very successful videos, but, YouTube sort of changed their algorithm where it's not as optimal. And there's a lot of risk to really invest that many resources into a piece of content yeah. these days um, of, get, of getting a return. And so that, so no, it, 
that's very interesting as you are, you know, a creator, you know, loving the process of being a director. So he talked about King Batch who, and, and, um, and, and, and several others like Day Storm that are, that are people that helped inspire you. Who are some of the Hollywood creators that are, are filmmakers that, you know, you really look up to and, 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 and you want that you'd love to learn from. Um, number one on that list is uh, a director named Edgar Wright. Um, he's made a lot of beautiful films, Scott Pilgrim, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, Baby mm -hmm. Driver, and the list goes on. <laughs> mm -hmm. But um, he's someone that has really um, stuck out to me. And like, you know, I just watch what he does and I, I want to learn. And like, I love that his uh, film style feels very free and it feels very like, mm -hmm you can tell his hands are in every part of the making of this film. And that's something I truly love mm -hmm. from uh, watching Edgar Wright's films. Um, there's, uh, there's people like Christopher Nolan, of course. He's made my number one favorite film of all time, which is Inception. Um, I love a lot of the films that Christopher Nolan does. I love uh, how he can add his realism to the craziest of ideas and find a way to just ground everything, you know? Uh, I love that about him. Uh, when it comes to actors, I mean, there's so many more directors, but when it comes to actors, um, there's Will Smith, uh, there's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, um, there's Michael B. Jordan, the Denzel Washington, um, there's mm -hmm. James McAvoy, um, and again, the list goes on. But those are just off the top of my yeah. head. Those are people like, you know, the movies that they're a part of, I really get to see them push themselves as actors, um, directors, actresses. Like, I love how uh, people get pushed in uh, so many different directions. James McAvoy in uh, the movie Split and Glass literally plays like uh, seven different personalities, you know, and I'm just sitting here blown away because I'm like, whoa, like what type of, what type of like, like training studying does this require to be able to jump into so many characters and to really flex his skills there's shots where it's just solo like one takes and he's doing all these switches mm -hmm. in the same take and it's different from a cut and we switch characters he's doing this in front of our faces mm -hmm. there is no illusion and um i love that mm -hmm. grounded stuff and uh it, it inspires me to continue to push myself oh that's awesome that's awesome. And I, I think it's really important, especially as like these two worlds are like bridging and in and, 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 and some ways colliding when it comes to traditional entertainment and, and, and digital you know, entertainment. Um, you know, you getting inspiration by these very high quality, high production value content um, kind of just really lifts the bar in, in just so many different ways. What is your creative process when it comes to coming up with a, a video idea and then taking the right steps and actions to make sure that idea is executed well and ends up being being successful? What do you look at? What goes into the planning? So if it's a concept that's uh, based off of something uh, like a source material that I'm inspired by, I definitely start with, you know, studying the material, watching this, understanding uh, the shots that were uh, placed and, and why, um, watching actors, you know, uh, watching how they act and why they're acting the way they are. And um, then it goes into like steps of creating the video because 
you know, there's a huge difference between, you know, the planning part and then the executing part, you know, and that goes from uh, the writing of the script to the filming of it to then the editing board where all three, like all three of these things that were prepared could be changed between these processes. But something that I have to keep me uh, on my, my, my toes is uh, I have a little comic book. <laughs> and what I like to do is oh, wow. um, every shot that you, you would usually see in uh, most of my videos, I have to draw them out. I'm a very uh, visual. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm a very visual director. And sometimes it's hard mm -hmm. for me to describe a shot that I want to, um, you know, uh, my videographer at the moment. Uh, so it, it helps me. It helps them. It helps my entire set to be able to draw the entire process out. Now, this isn't my you best. You create a story. Yeah, this isn't my best. <laughs> there are not a lot. Of, there's not a lot of creators that do this. <laughs> this isn't wow. my best like work, but like you know. I guess how I view it is like if I can tell what's going on on my page, I write my notes. I know like okay, I gotta get this shot twice. Then like I can make everything else on my camera make sense. And, you know. Oh wow. So basically, like every shot that we see is something that I drew out. So when I'm there, it's like I know exactly what I'm doing. I know exactly how to do it. I know how, exactly how much time it's going mm -hmm. to take. Um, and it's just about you know figuring out the process as we go because even. With as much preparation as you have, there's always speed bumps in the road. There's always speed bumps. And sometimes you have to find a way, even like through adversity, you still have to find a way to, to navigate, you know, because sometimes things are unpredictable on set. Wow. Um, how do you determine if it's going to be successful? I mean, like, what, what are the things you look at? Is there data that you look at? Or, uh, you know, how, how do you make those calculated decisions? I guess the, the, the biggest calculated decision is about the the effort and the heart placed into the content itself. You know what I'm saying? One thing I, I've mm -hmm. always told myself and I tell other creators is that you can't predict a blow up. You know, you can't predict uh, something to go viral because sometimes it will be the most random video that you could ever think of. You post on there and it goes 10 million views 15 million views and you're like whoa you know mm -hmm. but it's like you know be grateful for those moments 100 percent. but it's also like you can't predict a blow up so what the energy i like to bring to all my content is that i'm going to pay 100 percent into this video and i'm going to pay 100 percent to make sure that this video is better than my last video because even if my last video doesn't get the love that it truly deserves in that moment say i make this other video or i make the next video and it ends up going viral then I truly believe that new people who've never seen my content before are definitely going to go check out everything else. And they're going to be like, whoa, you know, and, and I feel like the success of this video will bring success to other videos. So I, I, I feel like the energy is to always pay 100% to everything you do. And that's going to guarantee mm -hmm. your success. So that's why it's like, you know, we bring out these shot lists. That's why, um, you know, I, I edit I direct, I write, like a whole hands on all the project process because I want this to be better than my last video. And, um, you know, I just, I want to put that effort in it. You know, this is something that I truly care about. And five years from now, I want to watch the content I'm making now and be happy and smile and, and enjoy it. And so far it's been like that. So. Wow. Um, what advice would you give to other up and coming creators or, I mean, up and coming creators that are out there? that, that um, want to, you know, grow their audiences. They want to grow their revenues. 
what advice would you give them as they're starting out? The biggest advice I would give them is to fall in love with the process. You know, uh, truly uh, fall in love with this. Don't do it for the wrong reasons. Um, don't do this with the intentions of like receiving only just money and, and, and fame. I feel like those are not the right way to enter this room. I definitely think uh, this from a place of love, a place of heart, and a place that, you know, you, you have enjoyment from, like, you know, seeing how other people enjoy what you do, you know? Like, people love loving what you love to do is, is a blessing itself. So I definitely uh, would tell them to trust in the process, to fall in love with the process, and, you know, to continue to push through adversities. I feel like, you know, being on Vine, Vine shutting down, pushing over to Instagram, going over to YouTube, going to TikTok, uh, taking my talents and, and spreading it around the world, not expecting anything besides I want my next video to be my best video and I truly am in love with what I'm doing, has placed me in opportunities to work with Netflix, which is one of the biggest streaming platforms, mm -hmm. you know, in, in, in America, in the world. And like, you know, mm -hmm. for Netflix to give me the opportunity to create a, a mini series and to give me and my team so much control over the decisions being made here and to trust us as like directors, producers, writers, mm -hmm. VFX artists, here you go. I feel like it speaks in itself. And all this because, you know, on my YouTube videos, they see the effort, they see the love, they see the hard work and all that transition into mm -hmm. that one moment when they decided, hey, we want to work with you. Let's do this. And now it's like to be a, a, a director for a miniseries for Netflix, it's it's mind-blowing. So I, mm -hmm. I truly believe that, you know, you put effort into this, you trust in the process, you love what you do, and you truly can make the impossible possible. So. Oh, no, yeah, thank you. Um, are there any new video platforms that you're excited about where you see you know, there's potential? Um, as of now, I haven't seen too many that caught my eye. Um, there is one that I'm actually talking to right now. We're, we're in works. Uh, it's a new, uh, streaming platform and we're, we're, we're in the works to working a really big deal that, uh, will possibly give me, uh, the ability to create a lot of high quality original projects. Um, and that just goes full circle mm -hmm. into doing what you love and, and, and believing in yourself. And that's another thing I would tell creators is that you truly do have to believe in yourself in the beginning, because, you know, I feel like in the beginning, I was so focused on how my, how my friends felt about what I did and how my family felt. And I feel like, you know, the, the, one of the biggest things that helped me was having that self-belief. And when everyone said that I couldn't, or they, I don't know if this is possible. I was the one person that said I could. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one thing that Will Smith says is that, those who say that they can and those who say that they can't are both usually right. And that's a very, very true mm -hmm. statement. So it's about how you think mm -hmm. about what you want in this world. And it's about how you approach it. No, that's great. Well, so there's I mean, two really big gems right there. One, love the process, learn to love the process. Um, I think that's applicable to anything in life, right? Um, sometimes you know, you, you try to build something and you, and you want to do a really good job. And there's a lot of obstacles. It's very stressful yeah. and being able to learn and grow with that is very important. I, um, 
and then believe in self, be confident. Um, cause, cause if you, if you look back at your career, um, it was a crazy idea to start, you know, creating content, you know, on vine and, and then after vine, you know, try to continue to pursue this career, you know, on YouTube and yeah. TikTok. like there's a lot of risk there. Um, what were your biggest obstacles? Some of my biggest obstacles in the beginning were my, you know, I, I don't want to say it like this, but it was like, you know, friends and family being so close to me, you know, was something that uh, could hurt me in, 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 in a way because it's like, you know, it's not that they wanted to hurt me at the end of the day. It's like they wanted the best for me. So it's like, you know, I, I, I don't advise you do this and I don't know about that. And, you know, it's, it's how our, our family and friends will, would react to, you know, such a risk. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, believing in myself and uh, believing that this could happen, that, you know, I know it might be one out of a million, but I believe that I could be that one out of a million. Like this could happen. Um, it's kind of how I was able to maneuver. And I feel like when it comes to your friends and family, um, we live it. We live in a very see to believe it type of world. So it was like, they really just need that mm -hmm. confirmation. They needed that, that visual confirmation. Like, okay, he's serious. This is a possibility. Um, for my uh, mom at the time, that visual confirmation was the first time she's ever seen me on television. You know, um, I brought her into the living room. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, mom, I want to show you something. <laughs> and this was at the time where um, back on Vine, I made this viral video uh, called... Um, when you're at a job interview and they ask if you have any special talents and basically this video uh, ends with me at an interview, them, them asking, do you have any special talents? And I flip a water bottle and it lands to prove, you know, I, I this is the talent, you know, and I got my job. Uh -huh. And um, at the time, uh, flipping water bottles were just, it was just the biggest thing in the world. <laughs> and That's huge. I, I was like, how about <laughs> like, I turn this into like a skit, you know, like slow motion, the angles, all that. And we did it uh -huh. and it just went viral. And next thing I know, someone's under my comments. They're like, and was this yeah. on YouTube? Someone's uh, under my comments and they're like, yo, uh, your, your, your things on, on TV is on uh, the Tosh.0 show. And I'm like, what? There's no way I, I watched Tosh.0. There's no way on tel television. And it turns out he does this whole compilation of water bottle flipping and mine's was like the end of the video. So I was like, wow, I, I'm on TV. So I showed my mom. And after that day, you know, she's been fully on board. You know, she's been 100% with me, uh, like legit my, my business partner right there. And, you know, I just I thank her for that trust. Same with my friends. Uh, in the beginning, it's just, it's a bit harder because sometimes, you know, not everyone's going to support and believe. But, you know, having that support system makes, you know, life smoother. Um, besides that, I mean, you know, um, there's always the doubt that the world throws at you. There's the negative, there's the hate comments, all mm -hmm. that stuff piles on, on, on the mentals and stuff like that. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's also about building that, that mental... Uh, you know, shield and fort, you know, getting yourself that armor, mm -hmm. knowing who you are and believing mm -hmm. in what you are and what you can do. Um, and, you know, there's always problems. Well, not always problems, but there can be problems on set. 
that you have to find, you know, different ways to maneuver from. I feel like uh, someone like me uh, having to wear so many hats, I, I became somewhat of a problem solver. So I never freak out mm. under pressure, you know, unless I've thought of every option. And then it's like, well, that was everything. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's very uh, <laughs> rare that those situations uh, come to that because at this point now, um, you know, having a team around me, having a like-minded people uh, to be there has definitely made adversities more of a, a second thought than a first thought. Like, this is all the things that are wrong could happen. Now it's like, that might could happen, but my team's here. So, you know, we, we're going to make it happen. We're going to, we're going to maneuver. You know, it's very interesting. You know, I, I've, I've chatted with a lot of creators around obstacles or, or, or areas that, you know, they, they really learn from. And it seems like, I think it's pretty common for family to be yeah. mentioned and, and, you know, whether they're too biased and way too encouraging on stuff that needs to improve or, you know, they have a hard time believing with on what you're working on. And, you know, I, I can relate to that a little bit from a perspective of being an entrepreneur. Um, you know, most businesses or companies yeah. fail. And that's the same thing with creators. If anything, it's it's much harder to pull off, you know, being a director or actor or creator um, than it is, you know, going out there and starting a business. Uh, there's just a lot of competition. Yeah. There's, there, there's just a lot of people out there, but this is the time to do it. Um, but having a, a complicated conversation with a family member that you respect and love, that can truly help inspire you or, you know, it can be very challenging. And then comments is something that everyone's talking about as well, because comments are so valuable because it's a, it's a great data feedback loop, but also there's just so many trolls out there. Um, that don't have anything better to do other than, you know, try to disrupt someone's life. That's, you know, giving yeah. it their all. And, 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 you know, that's something that can be challenging, but then um, you've talked about the ability to problem solve as, as an advantage of yours. Was that something that was learned or is that something that you feel like was just came natural from the very, I feel like, um, you know, the, the, the filming world and, and the, the content creation world has definitely molded, me into a problem solver you know it was things that i wasn't prepared for but it was through trial and error that allowed me to you know become better at that skill and now you know i don't freak out as like easily now it takes a lot for me to be like okay sorry it takes a lot for me to be like okay like things are bad like something's wrong you know but now it's like you know I'm, I'm a lot more calm when it comes to um you know things like being misplaced or you know things are not going exactly the way i want um there's a lot of options and things that can happen before you know everything can go wrong and just realizing that also you know like i said since i have a team that's like-minded as well they're also problem solvers so now it's like if i feel like i don't have it like i go over to my boy Irvin. Or I go over to my boy Pierre and I'm like, hey, what do you think? This is what I think, you know? So it's mm -hmm. like having conversations with like-minded people can, you know, get you through a lot of uh, situations. Who are some other creators out there that you know or that you follow that you think are really good at problems? Um, so, you know, uh, people on my team like uh, Irvin Lambert, Pierre Stubbs, um, mm -hmm. 
Doc. Uh, you know, they're great mm-hmm. problem solvers. Uh, there's people out there like Ryder Boy, who's like, you know, that's uh, my manager, uh, business partner, filmmaking partner, all that. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we problem solve all the time. Um, there's people like Wes Good, who I know he deals with a lot of situations, but he uh, is always on top. You know, he's always on top of like his game and He's always pushing himself to do better. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the Splags, uh, like I said, King Badge. Like, uh, these are just mm-hmm. creators who I've seen them in some impossible situations and they always came out with the W, you know? Uh, these mm-hmm. are creators who aren't just creators. They don't just act. They direct. They write. They edit. Mm-hmm. They they do fight choreography. They working out in the gym. So it's like, you know, those are definitely uh, some inspirations I look at. And then, of course, there's the goats like Mr. Beast. I mean, couldn't imagine how many problems he has to solve a day, <laughs> but he's solving them. So Buying islands, you know, building <laughs> chocolate factories. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> he, he's left at a bar that TV has not ever TV is, yet. is you know, currently it's... trying to do what Mr. Beast is doing right now, and it's amazing to see. Mm-hmm. Um, another creator is Logan Paul. Uh, seeing Logan Paul yeah. uh, flip everything over and 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 really climb to the greatness that he's at now is 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 such a beautiful journey to watch, and it's it's inspiring, you know, to see him go from boxing to wrestling to you know uh, to doing like the card trading. Like he's he's such I I, I love I love where his mind is. I love where his mind is. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's very impressive when someone goes through the controversy that he's been through. Um, you know, I remember talking to him early on in his career. He's like this nice kid from Ohio, just super young. It, it was on Vine. And, you know, he's had so many things that have happened in his career. And, and you're right. Um, he, he, he's gone through obstacles and he's figured out how to flip everything upside down and like re-angle and, and, and evolve as a result of that. And, you know, he maybe isn't the most like, for example, brand brand safe creator to collaborate with out there for for a lot of different brands out there. But you know, that's not a, a disadvantage for him because he's launched his own beverage company that sold out. You know, I think I think globally across yeah. retail stores. Um, I mean, I mean, yeah, that, that that's that, that's definitely a great example of all of that. And I, I think. We're going to be seeing a lot more of this where, you know, there's going to be a lot of, you know, future super brands that could come from these content creators because it's, it's more than just having content. It's having community and, and loyalty and, and, um, um, you know, there's a lot of things that can happen there. Do you ever see a day where you could crowdfund, um, with the audience that you've built up crowdfund, um, a a, a huge Uh, feature? I definitely think, uh, I, I have the, the audience to do such a thing, you know, um, you know, they, they definitely support, you know, my journey through Netflix dreams and I, I appreciate my supporters and even mm-hmm. the people on Netflix. Um, I definitely think, you know, the world is waiting for my original project, whatever, uh, you know, I choose for that to be, uh, but it is coming really soon. Uh, but I definitely think uh, I have the support system to make that happen. And like, you know, all the times that I make videos, I have people in my comments like, 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 yo, if you just made your own original film, like, I already know, like, it's going to go crazy. It's going to be this. 
and I want to deliver it for those people, and I will. So I definitely think like if I started something up, they they'd be there for it. Oh, that's awesome. Well, so you've mentioned in the past that you'd love to collaborate mm-hmm. with Marvel. Um, wh- wh- why? I mean, that? Marvel to me is like when I watch those movies. I'm just, I just feel like a kid again being blown away from seeing like his first like epic and like, you know, seeing the heights that Marvel has reached is super inspiring. You know what I'm saying? I'm someone who loves the visuals, Mm -hmm. loves the action, but you know, seeing that they've also played such a great story with all these different characters. And now it feels like a world that the like audiences around the world feel invested into, you know? I don't know. It's just the the dream. I feel like everyone has that dream of wanting to be that superhero who gets to inspire the world and, you know, uh, be that idea when people uh, feel down and and they need that 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 up to to get up and make it happen. And um, I definitely feel that you know one of my biggest dreams as an actor is to be a superhero. And when I see Marvel, I'm mm-hmm. like, that's the type of superhero I want to be like the Marvel heroes, you know? So I would love to collab with Marvel on anything, you know, just even if it's just me learning and watching, you know, I'm, I'm someone who loves to sponge information. I, I want to get better. I want to do better. So, you know, we, we going to see what the future uh, brings. No, that's great. I mean, have you started writing scripts where you've created your own, you know, Marvel like or Marvel esque universes? Um, is that something that you'd like to do is like own the IP and create that type of universe? Uh, we definitely are working on, uh, heroes. We we're working on original heroes. Um, but, um, you know, given the opportunity to direct anything with the IP of Marvel would be amazing. I'd put my whole heart into it. I'd study, I'd, you know, I'd figure it out, you know, and I would put like, I'd make sure the fans, and people who've never even like heard of the character could walk away happy. You know what I'm saying? And they both could meet and shake hands and be like, Hey, we, we saw a great movie today, you know? Cause um, you know, it's one thing to make a great superhero movie. And it's another thing to make a great movie, you know, and to, to combine that together is, is the, the beautiful mix that, you know, I would love to hit every single time that mark every single time. If you could have, if you could cast anyone in your content, who are some actors that you would cast? I would definitely cast uh, Leonardo. <laughs> we we go make the yeah, coolest I mean, video. I think, I think every I think every every filmmaker one day wants <laughs> we, to. It would be the cast coolest Leonardo. thing yeah. ever. Um, I'd cast Will Smith, of course. Uh, James McAvoy. Um, I'd cast uh, Matthew McConaughey. I'd cast Brad Pitt. I'd cast. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm creating the Avengers. I'm like, <laughs> um, man, <laughs> throw Jennifer Lawrence in there. Um, yeah, man, I'd. No, I, I I love this conversation. The reason <laughs> why I'm asking is because there's definitely an affinity that you have with yeah. long form, and 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 it, it feels like. You know, you've taken your Vine experience and you're looking at TikTok and YouTube as kind of like, you know, like a stepping stone of like being able to produce, you know, very expensive, you know, content that's going to be worth hundreds of millions to produce. And um, I think there's 
there a lot of creators out there. I think this was something that you'd see a lot early YouTube days. And it's really cool that, you know, you still have like this type of passion because most creators are thinking, I'm going to figure out how to monetize my social and, 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 you know, my content on TikTok or YouTube or, you know, Twitch and have that be my focus and have that be my future. And um, you're so such an artist where you're like, no, 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 I want to create features. I want to create something that's very cinematic that, that you can only see in the cinema or you can only see on Netflix or, 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 or on TV. And I, and I find that just very fascinating. Am, am I, am I, am I no, describing 100%. you correctly? I mean, I feel like it's, 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 you're like Mr. Hollywood that's that, that, that the digital creator. I, I feel like it's, it comes with, you know, having tunnel vision, you know, when it comes to a goal that you want, you know, and even from Vine, it's like, you know, the idea was definitely rolling around in there, like, you know, filmmaking, I want to make movies, but back on Vine, it's like, but I only have six seconds. Like, how can I, how can I do this? You know? <laughs> so I tried to come as close as I could, but uh, eventually pushing over to Instagram and YouTube really like, you know, it felt like, um, okay, like go out there and really, really try it, you know, like really see like what you can do, what you can like, you know, manage. And, um, you know, I just feel like it's, it's something that I truly have fell in love with. And it's something that I truly want to do. And I feel like, when people see my content, they see that. They see that dream. They see that goal. And uh, that's all I want to continue to do is show people, like, this dream that I have, yes, it may be big, but it's 100% possible. And I'm going to work really hard to make it happen. And, you know, that's going to come with early days, late nights, repeat, um, learning new things, uh, taking away everything I learned and relearning it over again. But it's something that, you know, I'm prepared to do. And, um, you know, I just want to continue to prove myself. That's all. No, that's great. Well, you know, we've collaborated with you in the past, you know, I think with like Forever 21. We've worked with some games um, um, with, with your content in the past. And you and your team, they're, you're very collaborative. Um, do you have fears as you start working with the Netflixes of the world or, you know, let's say major studios or other platforms that, they might take what drives you, um, 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 and 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 maybe, you know, try to you know be more persuasive or 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 they, they try. To, I mean, what I'm trying to say is, like, do you think there's a time where they try to control the creative and 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 control you know how things need to work with the production, and they and they see you more of someone that is hired to take on a job. How how would you, how would you balance that? Because right now you call all the shots. Do you think you'd be able to, you know, work with like a bigger studio or production where you kind of have to have a seat at the table with with a, with a council? I mean, you know, I definitely, I definitely know. Like, you know, the more you get into this, like, uh, you know, bigger companies and bigger studios, you know, they have done this for longer and. You know, they're going to fight for like what they, you know, how things have always worked in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm someone who also believes that like, you know, um, when it comes to like a project that I do and it's like if I'm being hired to do such a project, it's like you guys are already giving me that trust that, you know, you want me in this room. And I feel like, mm -hmm. you know, 
to that company or to that studio, you know, you should trust yourself because if you didn't, I wouldn't be here to begin with. So, you know, I do feel like sometimes uh, there are rare situations where, you know, directors aren't allowed to be uh, themselves or as uh, free as they are used to being. And sometimes that can damage the, the project, you know, the art. And I feel like that's something that I truly care about. So I feel like, uh, and honestly, in the future, if that came um, in the way of the art being, you know, its fullest potential, I just don't think I could do that. And that's just something that, you know, I just feel like in the future, I want all my films to have a certain flavor, a certain look. And the second it doesn't, you know, um, I don't know. That's just, it's, it's something I love. So I, I take it very seriously. That's great. You know, um, thank you again so much for, you know, making time for, I mean, for this interview and, and being a part of this um, you know, podcast. Um, is there anything that you'd like to share? Um, um, you know, I mean, whether it's, you know, how to stay motivated or driven or, you know, are there things that you've learned recently that you feel like the world should know? I mean, you know, I'm someone who's uh, always learning myself. So, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm still figuring everything out. But what I can say is, uh, you know, to follow your passions with uh, an unrelentless pursuit. Um, do what you love, you know, no matter uh, what the people say, you know, if you love it, uh, believe in yourself that you can make it a reality. And uh, don't be afraid to take the leap of faith, but jump forward. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't jump backwards because at least when yeah. you're jumping forward, you see where you're going. And that's a Denzel Washington quote. So, you know, I would just uh, tell the dreamers out there to keep dreaming and keep believing. And, you know, I definitely want to be uh, a person that they can look up to because uh, every day I, do, I don't think I've spent any day past like. I don't even know, past like 16, 15, not thinking about this dream. So I can't wait to, to let everyone know that I was right. <laughs> That's, awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, King Vader, thank you so much um, for, for joining us and, and everyone. And, and again, you know, we'll have to do this again soon. I'm excited to see your projects and, you know, these premieres yes, that are going to be coming out. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And so, you know, definitely we'll tune in there and, Everyone that's watching this, thank you so much for tuning in and please, you know, like this video and, and then follow. Thank you so much.